0: Hey guys and welcome to the second edition or second episode should I say of Millennial Conversations. I'm Charlotte from charlottenicole.com, and I know it's been a couple of weeks since the first episode and um, if I'm completely honest things are getting away from me but The one thing I love about this podcast is I just jump on my podcast app and I just chat to you about something that I've been thinking about or conversing in my own mind about and this week I wanted to chat to you about healthy living, living, getting fit and doing it the proper way and the reason why I wanted to talk to you about that is because i know we're now in february so we're kind of gone with the kind of mad quick i need to diet month but i have been fed up of seeing the amount of healthy living kind of segments on telly and even on my facebook feed and these are coming from people that are trying to sell you into a pyramid scheme and personally i just think it just annoys me <laughs> uh, if we all want to talk about getting fit and healthy or just being a little bit more active we can do it in free ways where you don't spend your hard-earned cash on some protein shakes so this week i'm here to just chat to you very quickly i don't want it to be a really long rant uh, but very quickly about some of the ways that you can get fit and healthy in your own home free of charge and really just get a bit more active because most of us if i'm completely honest we're not in need of losing weight And for those that are in need of losing weight, this is still going to help you anyway. So stick around to episode two of Millennial Conversations. So let's touch on those pyramid schemes, shall we? Because I've been seeing them pop up on my Facebook feed, Twitter feed and even now my Instagram DMs constantly. I know they're not just the healthy living things, they're also those beauty products too. But they really drive me insane because, especially with these healthy living kind of mantras, it really pisses me off essentially uh so let's take herbalife for example because that is the one that springs to mind whenever i think about pyramid schemes now i have lots and lots of people on my facebook feed that do herbalife i have nothing against you if you do it and if it works for you then fantastic but don't please just don't shove it down people's throats if you don't want to pay for a product like that that is fine there are plenty of ways for you to lose weight get fit get active and be healthy without having to spend like 25 quid on a tub of protein shake personally to me that's not healthy you shouldn't be supplementing parts of your diet with shakes and and things like that you should be swapping things out so swapping chocolate and crisps for nuts and rice cakes, like, (laughs) you should be swapping things out of your diet, not supplementing with, with shakes, and that's how I've always felt, I felt like that ever since, really, I've been aware of shakes, and things like that, I mean, I even remember, you know, my mum saying to me when I was quite young, actually, you know, you never do slimming fast shakes, you know, never supplement your your food for shakes, you don't get the nutrition you need. And I don't care how many times they say that there might be nutrition packed into these shakes. It's not food, it's not substantial. And the amount of people that become ridiculously harboured onto the fact that these shakes are going to change their life and if they ever move to food again they're not going to be there is absolutely ridiculous Um, and I stand by Joe Wicks I think his books are absolutely fantastic so I'll link them in this podcast but if you're looking for ways to kind of change things about yourself in a healthier way do it the right way And that's kind of what this podcast is really about it's how to lose weight how to be healthy and how to be how to be active in the right way it's not about changing those parts of your of your diet for other things short term you know these 25 day um kind of what do they call them they call them like the 25 day oh, crap, challenge, that's it, 25-day challenge, like, it's great you go into the gym 25 days in a row, not everyone has time for that, not everyone has the capability to do that, not everybody has the money to do that, like, I certainly do not have the money to pay 50 quid each, or certainly I don't want to pay 50 quid each for me and my husband to go to the gym every day, like, no sorry. like, I quite enjoy my afternoons or evenings watching Ted Bundy, Flipping conversations with a killer tape, you know. I think there is a good way that everybody can implement a healthier lifestyle within their within their routine without having to change too much. And that's why I'm here today, and that's why I'm going to enlighten you. I know we're in February, a lot of us are still thinking, "I want to be healthy and I want to be more active." So it's a great time now to kick those diets back to January we don't need them this year and we can start focusing on different ways to get health and healthy and fit right (laughs) all right so we've all established that Herbalife and those alike with shakes and protein and all that crap is not really what you need as somebody who wants to get a bit more active and a bit more just feeling better about themselves really so what do we need to do well when we're talking about becoming a bit more healthy or having a healthier lifestyle we have to remind ourselves that this is not a short-term thing there are lots of people out there that go on diets because they want a a bikini bod for their summer holiday go on diets for their wedding which is fine but a lot of those diets are short-term things so you know you're talking about a diet here that You're going to endure for eight, nine weeks, jump on that plane and you're going to be back to your old ways of eating chocolate, drinking champagne and eating chicken nuggets at two o'clock in the morning after a night out in Ibiza. Like that is the reality of it. Most of these diets that all of us kind of cotton onto, these fad diets are literally just a fad. We endure them for a short term and then we go back to our old ways of, of how we used to eat and how we used to enjoy food, which is fine. Most of us, as I mentioned, don't need to lose a heck of a lot of weight. If anything, we just need to be a bit more active. And that's that's the reality. A lot of us just aren't as active as we could be. And there is good reason for that. I work nine to five, for example. I drive to work, which is about an hour in the car to get there. It's an hour and about 10 minutes to get home. I just don't get the chance to be as active as I want to be. And Probably part of that is me being a bit lazy as well. You know, I've spent a whole day at work. I've had to spend two hours in the car. I'm just not up to going to the gym. And again, that's fine. But the reality of it is, is if I want to be a healthier person, I do need to implement changes into my lifestyle that are stick. And that's why it's really, really important when you're wanting to become that healthier person or that healthier edition of yourself, you've got to remind yourself that this is not something short term. If you want this to be a lifelong thing, it's something you've got to implement successfully for you to enjoy it and, and put that through every day. So you need to be doing things that A, you're happy to do, B, you're happy to eat and C, it's not going to encroach on what you're currently doing because that's the bare bones of it, isn't it? If we all could work from home or if we could all earn enough money doing nothing, we would all be at the gym because we'd have nothing else to do and I think that's another thing that we have to remind ourselves is when we see these people that go to the gym all the time go and do workouts pilates classes etc cetera, etc cetera, the chances are they either have a three-day job you know they're part-time they have two days a week where they don't have anything to do so those two days of the week they are at their gym or they're privileged enough to find time outside of work or don't need to work you know either or that's how I feel so you have to just remind yourself that your lifestyle is your lifestyle whether you work like me nine to five whether you have a part-time job whether you work on the weekends you need to find something that's going to suit you and your current lifestyle that is that is rule number one rule number two is finding activities and food that you enjoy And I know we could all sit here and say we love sausage rolls, you know, we love cheese, we love chocolate, which is fine, Uh, but they're all the, the moderators. Uh, you know we need those in moderation but we also need to find healthy foods that we enjoy genuinely enjoy eating so for example i really love grapes i don't eat enough grapes so instead of me picking up my chocolate biscuit that i usually have in at lunchtime with my sandwich or whatever i'm now picking up grapes instead because i really love grapes but they're better for me than that chocolate biscuit so instead of picking up the chocolate i'm picking up the grapes so i'm supplementing and i'm just swapping something something out of my diet for something to go in. A healthier alternative. And that's a really great way to eat your same amounts, but swap them out. Again, I used to eat a lot of crisps. Um, When I was a kid, my lunchbox would be filled and it was staple pieces like a sandwich, a yogurt, a packet of crisps, a chocolate bar and a piece of fruit. That was my lunch. I don't know any other kid, especially my age, I'm 25, who didn't have those staple pieces in their lunch boxes. So for me, having lunch without crisps is like having breakfast without eggs, like it's just a no-go. Um, But I understand that having a packet of crisps every day is not the healthiest I could be. However, there are some kind of snacks that I would say represent crisps like popcorn that are a slightly healthier alternative so I swap them out so I am just going along I'm doing what I normally do but I'm swapping out those probably not too healthy fattier foods that I am enduring every day and swapping them for the the healthier alternative so for my breakfast I used to have cereal every every morning with um, milk I'm now swapping that out with almond milk and I'm swapping the cereal for porridge. So I'm still having my breakfast, I'm still having the food that I had, I've just swapped out. And that's what I've done all along. So I think that's a really good tip if you're looking to be a little bit healthier. It it will be surprising as how much of a difference these small swaps will make to your diet and to your, your weight and your waistline, ultimately. I've been doing this for about three weeks, three to four weeks now, just swapping a couple of those things as I go. I mean, I haven't swapped everything that I could have swapped out, but I've just swapped a couple of things. And I've already noticed that I'm not waking up as bloated as I as I used to, and I'm not feeling as tired as I used to. Um, Admittedly, I've had a bit of a cold, um, And I think I've had a bit of flu recently, so that's a bit different. But I'm not feeling as crappy as I used to feel, Um, certainly with, you know, the food that I was putting into my body kind of thing. Um, So swapping out foods is really, really important, I feel. The second point I made was finding... So not only finding food that you enjoy, but finding finding activities that you enjoy too. And finding activities that you can implement around your current lifestyle. So as I mentioned, I'm not particularly happy about spending £100 or, or so pounds a month just for me and my hubby to have a gym membership. He is a sports teacher and I, obviously, am an office worker. We both probably get home around 6pm and both of us are tired and just fed up of the day um you know whether that's because of workload pressures etc etc so for us um having a gym membership is just not really going to be beneficial um we're not really going to have the time to jump into the car and go to the gym alongside everything else that we're doing and we also don't have a gym close enough that i i feel good enough um if i had a gym i'd want a gym with a swimming pool and that comes with an extra cost and you're then looking like i said about 100 pound a month for us both to have that membership and then truth be told you know we can go um we can go a couple of weeks where we're going all the time and then we we just hit a flunk and we're not going anymore um so for me a gym membership is not something that we're going to be considering at this time However, there are other things that I particularly personally would like to do and I do do as much as I can around my working lifestyle and these these kind of getting active kind of activities I find not too encroaching on my lifestyle and that's what I feel is really, really important when you're looking at changing your lifestyle for pretty much forever, That's that's the reality of it you're you're looking at changing your lifestyle for the good and you don't want to go back so if you're looking to making making these changes you need to make sure that they're going to work around your current your current commitments that's that's the brutality of it and i've been doing that i feel quite successfully and i'm going to share with you share those with you those activities but before i do that I will highlight that I will probably mention some activities that you you yourself would not be open to do. And that's fine. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people go to the gym. I don't like the gym. Personally, I don't like the gym. A lot of people go and do uh, Zumba. Again, I quite enjoy that, but you may not. So, It's all about finding those activities that you quite enjoy. It's not going to encroach on your budget, especially if you don't have one. And it's also something that you can do yourself if you're finding it hard to get out. And that's the other thing. Uh, We all live very, very busy lifestyles. We all have, you know, jobs that we need, we have commitments to. And it's, again, a okay if we decide that today's the day that we're not going to exercise because we've had a hard day you're on your period, you're feeling poorly, whatever it may be, you're okay to have a break. And again, that's okay. So I'm going to get started on five activities I've been doing lately that I have implemented across my lifestyle and I don't feel that's encroached or ruined my routine. So five things that I've been doing at home, may I ask, most of these are at home anyway, that I've been doing to get me a little bit more active for 2019. First things first, at-home yoga. I cannot recommend yoga enough. You do not have to be, you, you will not be running on the spot. You will not be out of, out of breath, really. Um, it makes you more flexible. It makes you more, um, I believe, calm as well. And if I'm perfectly honest, it looks easier than it is, but that's great. Because everybody wants something that looks easy, right? So I practice yoga at home probably three times a week and i do this when and if i can um i have a really fantastic um book that i've read a couple of times as well which i will link in this blog uh, in this podcast sorry and i've also i also use my ipad and just stick on youtube and find some yoga videos at home yoga videos that i like to just follow along with um i choose different routines depending on how i'm feeling so i've used a couple that um make well help you sleep lighter which I believe is fantastic as well um there's lots and lots of different yoga poses that you can do but ultimately I love yoga <clears throat> oh um I love yoga the most because you do not have to be running on the spot getting out of breath for it um <clears throat> excuse me which for me is is the done deal. Um, As I mentioned, I do not like running. I do not like the gym. I do not like being out of breath. I don't really like being sweaty. And that's why I feel like for yoga for me is perfect. I can do it at home. I can do it in my own space. I can do it whenever I want. Um, I can pick and choose, but also you can go to classes. So it's completely up to you, really. It depends what your budget is, as if you're you're willing to spend a bit of money um, and you want to do something that's it it does work out and when i mean work out it works your core you become more flexible and you actually tone parts of your body you didn't realize you were toning at the time and i'm telling you now i love yoga it's it's really transformed everything about me and my healthy healthy kind of kick and lifestyle um and my active active part of my life really um so yoga for me is number 1 number 2 is swimming. Uh, will be no surprise as I mentioned. I used to train three times a week with swimming, um, and I used to do galas and competitions. The reason why I absolutely love swimming is because a it can be social, sociable, and b it can It doesn't have to be. So sometimes I do go to the pool on my own, um, which I do quite enjoy. You know, I just go on my own time. I can do as many lengths or as little length as, lengths as I want. I don't have any. any interruptions and depending on the pool it can be very quiet as well so my local pool is very very quiet it's pretty much silent in the evenings and I absolutely love it but it all it's not silent enough you know it's not a library you can't not go in there and talk um but I, I love it. It's my downtime. It's my time for me to kind of talk to myself in my head. Think about maybe the troubles of the day or the struggles or how happy I'm feeling or where, you know, the direction I want to be going professionally and, and personally. I just feel swimming is is great. And I really would recommend it to anybody that's looking for something that, especially if you're like me and you don't want to get sweaty, Um and similar to yoga really swimming tones a lot of your body without you realizing it and it is a great overall kind of fitness get active kind of activity um and I just love it you know I've always been a swimmer and I I just really enjoy it and you don't have to be um you know you don't have to be pro at the strokes either you know I front calls my game but um you can jump in with uh, doing breaststroke or, well, they don't really call it anything else, do they? It's just breaststroke. But um, you could just jump in the pool, do breaststroke, head out. You don't have to go underwater and chat to your pal across the lane. It's completely up to you. I just find swimming personally is is the best, one of the best ways to get fit overall, get a bit more active and Again, it can be your downtime or it can be your social time. It's completely up to you. So I would completely recommend finding your local swimming pool and getting down there pronto. Number three. So my number three is, funnily enough, Walking, and when I say walking, uh, I obviously mean walking as my, as much as possible, but I am strongly um, associated with walking to places like parks and national trust sites and you may i 'm laughing um, because you may have picked up on that I have chatted about national trust so much in the last five weeks, and for a pretty good reason, um, I was really, really lucky enough for me and my hubby to be gifted by my grandmother at Christmas a joint membership to national trust for the year and hands down it's our best present we've ever received because it gives us the opportunity to explore explore our local sites uh explore a bit more of the uk really and it also gives us ample time and place to go and have a walk um me and my hubby in recent well in recent years actually since since we were planning a wedding we didn't really have much money to go out and shop we just we did kind of take to Sunday afternoon walks um exploring local local places um and ultimately just getting out as much as we could um a lot of the time we were going to our local seafront and we were going to local parks but now we can actually venture a little bit further afield and go to some of those national trust sites that we've never been to before now this isn't a plug I promise I'm not getting paid and this is definitely not an ad I'm just a I'm just explaining to you how I go to National Trust, but the reason I've I've placed it into my Healthy Living podcast is because National Trust has got me walking further than I've ever walked before, literally. Um, We've gone to various different sites now. Um, We got it we got it just after Christmas, um, and we've been to three National Trust sites, um, one place twice and then a brand new place, um, so those two sites that we've been to, are Wakehurst Place and Scotney Castle, all very local to us, about a 40-45 minute drive from our home, but they had so much, they're such big, I don't know, big sites really, um, we've made it all the way there we don't want to not explore everything that we can so we've actually got out and around and walking these national trust sites further you know the furthest walks i've ever done than i would if i went and ran down to my local um pier or if i ran down to my local seafront or if i went to my local forest you know um Because there's so much scenery and there's so many things to kind of see and do when you're in a National Trust site, you actually do a heck of a lot of walking without you really realising. And the great thing about having something like a National Trust uh, membership or even an English Heritage uh, membership is that... A, it doesn't cost you anything really, you're paying monthly but it doesn't cost you anything and B, it's something you can do with multiple people and again you'll be getting active and being social really without much effort. So if you're a family, if you've got a couple of kiddies or uh, you, you want to be taking up something with your parents or your grandparents, something like a National Trust membership or an English Heritage membership would be a fantastic opportunity for you to not only experience some places you've probably never been to before but but also get out and get active with family and friends and that's why I've popped it in my healthy living because ultimately it may be a Christmas present, it may be the best present ever but it's got me and hubby who are already walking, walking further than we've ever walked because we're now in places that oh my god we're in Scotney Castle, oh we want to go down to the castle, we want to go down to the moat, we want to walk across here, we want we want to see that part of the garden before we know it we've walked the whole site which is absolutely huge and if we had been walking our usual seafront walk or in a forest we'd go so far and go you know what i'm bored now let's turn back around so ultimately it's distraction that national trust give you but in a fantastic way that gets you out and active so that is my number three. Oh, is that three or four yeah well that is the last that is the <laughs> oh there we go Number four, you're going to probably think I'm being a little bit of a cop out, but I promise you I'm not. Um, There's kind of two in this really, Um, but one of those is taking the stairs rather than the lift. And the reason why I say that is because I know I'm not alone in that I will always choose the lift if there's more than two stories to go or two, two floors. Out of ease, out of I don't know how how fast it is it's you know taking the lift is faster than me walking it um many of us choose the lift rather than the stairs and just making this very small change very similar to the food if you make this very small change one you'll be surprised at how many times you'll be taking the stairs rather than the lift and two you'll be surprised at how quick you'll get used to taking the stairs and how how it can do good for you and your body so when we're when we jump you know taking stairs and things they're working your knees and your legs they are vital parts that we should keep moving and keep active if we want to be 50 down years down the line again still healthy and active so i wouldn't i would recommend strongly that you just swap that out just like your food just always take the stairs and the second thing in this point fourth point is uh Parking further away. How many of us will be happy to pay four quid to park outside the town centre when you could have free parking but it would be a 10 minute walk? And okay, don't get me wrong, when it's pouring down with rain or it's snowing like it is today, we don't really want to be out in the weather. But One, you're saving money and two, you're being more active. So just again, like your food, swap out that parking. So instead of paying for your parking and parking conveniently outside the town centre, park further away and walk in. I promise you, you'll one, notice the difference and two, you'll notice the difference on your wallet. Think about all the times that you do that and how much money you've, you've saved up. You could be going out for a nice healthy lunch on a Saturday with your your gal pal so swap that out and I promise you you'll see the difference okay so my fifth point again you're probably going to think this is a cop-out I promise you it's not (laughs) Uh, my fifth point is cleaning sounds absolutely ridiculous I know but I cannot I cannot express enough when I do a whole day or even a whole morning of cleaning, so like cleaning my bath, my shower, my toilet, then doing the whole kitchen, hoovering, the amount of up and down exercise, kind of scrubbing and all that kind of jazz, the amount of workouts I've had on my arms and even on my legs from the walking and the pacing and the cleaning is ridiculous. So I I will literally urge you, to do more cleaning <laughs> and I probably sound like Mr. Hinch no disrespect to Mrs Hinch at all uh, we could all do with being a little less lazy with our cleaning and this is a great excuse as to why you should be cleaning a little bit more I have been... Um I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a slob, I'm definitely not a slob, but I definitely wasn't cleaning as much as I could clean. And now every evening I do a quick half an hour, just scrub around, you know, just run around, pick up the dirty washing, put it away, put away my clothes, um, hoover, scrub the, whatever. I'm cleaning and that 30 minutes of me being up and around and moving is a heck of a lot more than I was doing when I was watching Netflix so I urge you to half an hour a day even if it is to put the washing away to put a wash on for god's sake or um hoover clean it is the easiest way to get up and active in the evening with also doing something else and not really feeling like you're being active so I urge you to clean So after all of that, I've given you five top tips on on ways to get a bit more active around your home and out and about. I've also ranted about why you shouldn't be doing herbalife herb and the quick swaps you can make. My third and final point, where I'm going to leave you today, is that you don't have to spend a heck a lot of a money to be a healthier version of yourself. That is my ultimate point of this podcast today. I am one of those people. I'm a little bit frugal. I like to spend as little money as possible on most things, um, I do, I am a shopaholic, I love my clothes and I love my, um, kind of, love my jewellery, I'm a very, what do you call it, materialistic person, I'm fully aware of that, um, and I probably pay things that many people would say, well don't pay for your Netflix, pay for your gym, uh, but I, to me that's my comfort, so from a, from somebody who, doesn't want to spend money when she doesn't have to I can tell you that with a couple of these things that you'll do it or the couple of couple of the things that I have placed in this podcast none are expensive None are expensive, I think national trust a month for two people is about six to nine pound a month, which if you put that into perspective, you will be able to go and park for free in um a national trust site and you'll be able to go and explore national trust places um that is that to me is more than a gym membership. I think is more beneficial anyway um if you wanted to take up swimming a month i think my local very different i know every different every swimming place is different but i think my local one if you join up it's 20 quid a mu- uh, 20 quid a year and then your pay to swim goes from like 6 pounds to 3 pound so you're looking at 3 pound a session there If you want to take up yoga, you do not have to go to a uh, studio to practice yoga. You can do yoga from your own home. If you wanted to buy a mat, you can buy a mat for as cheap as 20 quid. And you do not have to buy a book if you don't want to. You can use YouTube for free and watch lots and lots of YouTube videos and just follow along. Again, so that's as cheap or as expensive as you want to make it. And then those other things that I've just said to swap... You're already, you already have the ability to do those things. You're just not doing them at the moment. So taking the stairs, parking further away. I'm telling you now, I'm saving you money from parking further away. Um... (laughs) What's the other thing? Taking the stairs, obviously neither cost any money, so that's not going to cost you anything. And then cleaning. Everybody needs to be cleaning, possibly a little bit more than most of us do. I certainly do. And just doing it a little bit more often. A is going to give you a clean, cleaner home, which helps my mindset for sure. And B is just going to get you active for 30 minutes in, in the evening. That's That's my point there. So, My main point on this podcast, my second episode of Millennial Conversations, woohoo, um, is that whilst many millennials, because it is millennials, are all joining these pyramid schemes and trying to get people to buy like 30 pound protein shakes, you do not need those to be more healthy or more active or just a better version of yourself, you do not need those, you just need a little bit of knowledge or you just need to do a little bit of research and I promise you swapping out your foods and make and taking up one of those five quick, at home easy to work around your current lifestyle activities you will feel a difference and even you might not lose a load of pounds but you will definitely feel better in yourself and that is better than what you're feeling today so i urge you to try some of those five things as i've mentioned before if you listen to this podcast on anchor be sure to drop a comment as you're listening because I can pick up on those comments as and when you've left them, which is absolutely fantastic. But if you're listening to any of the other devices like iTunes um, and all those jazz, then be sure to leave a comment if you've got any questions, if you want there's anything that you want me to cover coming up, then be sure to drop it in the comment section. And also share because I would be really, really, really it, appreciative of it and also like. So thanks so much for joining me on my second episode of Millennial Conversations. I've been chatting healthy living. I hope I haven't bored you half to death. And I hope we can all kind of park the Pyramid protein shake scheme shit in January. And from this month on, which is Feb, we can be getting a healthier version of ourselves in 2019. The easy and right way. Thanks so much, guys. I'll see you next time. I'll speak to you next time.